informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to This Podcast is None of Those Things, Brian here, and it is me and Elliot today. No guest stars, it's just us for a couple episodes. Elliot, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, how about yourself? I'm doing much better now. A week ago, not so good, although I was on the upswing a week ago. So, it took almost two and a half years, Uh huh. but the Rona caught me. And wrapped you in its loving arms. Oh, my God. It just didn't... It loved you so much, it didn't want to let you go. Oh, two weeks of freaking just brutality. Or was it more like that annoying woman that never got the hint that, like, no, baby, I don't like you. No, 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 no. It was... Listen, uh, so I got Omicron, and that's supposed to be, like, diet COVID. And that's not not a Transformer? No, get out of here with that. More than so it's supposed to be like diet COVID. Like it's supposed to be the less severe version. Just one calorie. If that's diet COVID, COVID Classic would have killed my ass. Hey. Holy shit. It was rough. I-, I had a fever for a week and just, oh, brutality. Mm-hmm. Finally got that fever to break and let my, and it took another week for my lungs to clear out. Right. And it sucked because I've been making so much progress with walking. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like, boom, two weeks off and your lungs are full of crud. Right. So this week I got back to walking and it was rough. Especially the first day back was real rough. Right. Now, it does not help that summer is in full swing here in uh, Houston. Yes. And, and the gas prices are as high as the, as the as temperatures. The temperatures <laughs> which is some bullshit. We make that shit here. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> It's there's no transportation cost. No, exactly. Every time I go to a gas station, I'm like I'm going to the proctologist or getting a prostate exam. Especially here in Pasadena, like like I'm literally on Refinery Row. Right. You go you go on the other side of the highway. It's refineries. Yeah, you know it's it's kind of like you know what the assumption would be because like you know back in the day, remember I told you those stories where I used to work at the Tabisco plant, right? Uh-huh. And there was a store across the street from the Tabisco plant, right? Because we made cookies, right? Right. So you go to the Tabisco plant across the street, and they're charging like five bucks for a pack of Oreos. Right? They like, well, they no, not even that much because we're talking about like early early two thousands. We're talking about maybe two bucks. We're talking about two bucks, y'all. But you would think that that would be exactly the way it worked for the refinery. And that's not. They're like the oil and gas companies. They 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 touch you up and not and not even in a good record way. profits. Like I I will say this. They they call it inflation. Let's let's call it what it really is. Mm. Price gouging. I mean, like, it is. I work in a refinery, mm. and our customer is pushing to process as much as possible. It's it's definitely a make hay while the sun shines scenario. Mm-hmm. That's and I think that's actually why they're getting the record profits because mm-hmm. production's through the roof because it's like it's worth a lot now. It's like do it. It'll be interesting to see. The last time fuel prices did this, people started taking the bus. People started carpooling. People got into more hybrids and electric vehicles, and you saw demand drop. Mm-hmm. And that's what eventually brought prices down. Right. I'll be curious to see if that happens now. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised because it wasn't that long ago. It was what twelve years ago was two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. 
And really, the oil prices stayed high until like 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. So it was only 10, 10 12 years ago mm-hmm. that we went through a massive spike in oil prices. So there's enough people that remember how to fight back uh-huh. that you would think they would already be doing it. But I feel like like the electric vehicles... Mm-hmm. Let's be real. If you're buying a Tesla, it's not because you actually care about the environment. It's clout. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's it's a status it's a symbol. Status symbol to own a Tesla. Right. Which you could, you know, just do it like the Amish do, and just get you some buggy. Yes, I'm telling you, like there's a lot of hay involved in that. Leaving road apples all all over the place. Like that, you don't have to spend money on fertilizer for your flowers. Just just get, bring your bring your shovel. And just bring it back to the well, yard. Just don't scoop that shit up. They just leave it lay there on the road. I'm talking about. I'm talking about everybody else that like wants to have to like. You know, it's all about self sufficiency, right? You got to take that opportunity wherever it comes. I mean, listen. If I can have a horse, mm-hmm. I live close enough to work. That's a feasible option to get to and from work. I'm telling Except you, that poor horse would have to stand outside in that refinery, yeah. just roasting in the sun. I believe they call that cruelty to animals, right? Exactly. Not necessarily a great uh, option. No, but so, it but it might be in play. I might I might you know consider some. There, I found out I found out there's a chick post everywhere. I said, look, there's a community. I found out there's an Amish community just up the road. It gets outside of Austin. Like might that might be a thing to consider. You gonna move in with Jebediah? Like seriously, it might change my name. You know, call me call me Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus? <laughs> Who the hell is Zacchaeus? I'm black Amish. Black. You're blobish. <laughs> like all of a sudden, I add, add some, add some uh, seasoning and spices to the to the to the picnic for the food. <laughs> They're not going to hear this, so I'm not worried about That's it. That's true. <laughs> they don't. So, when, it comes, when it comes to this type of technology, they have none of those things. Working the gimmick. Working the gimmick. <laughs> So for listeners, um, that is why we had the big gap in release. I, I think it was actually only three weeks. Yeah, and at that same time, my I was so my my ass was so kicked, mm-hmm. I couldn't even edit podcast episodes. It was like it was bed. You were fifty four. Couldn't sit here Mm-mm. and edit episodes. I just you were done incapable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was it was interesting because you know I'm a beyond healthy sized individual, mm-hmm. and do have a great love of food. Mm-hmm. This stuff had me not eating. Right. Like like there was multiple days that like I ate like six strawberries and that's all I ate the whole day. Well, at least you have your vitamin C and your potassium in you. You're good. Well, that's the thing. Like all I wanted was fruit. I was just like I like I kept buying like. You know, the cut-up watermelon, pineapple, strawberries. Mm-hmm. Um, got kiwi and strawberries one day. Like, like that's all I wanted to eat was fruit, which initially I was down with soup, like, the first couple days. Mm-hmm. So I bought, like, ten cans of soup mm-hmm. and then never ate any of them. Mm-hmm. So I've been eating them for lunch at work. I'm like, I got to eat this soup. I have so much. And it, it did allow me, I will say this. COVID did a couple things for me. It made cigarettes taste like I just stuffed a pipe with cigarette butts mm-hmm. and lit that. Uh-huh. And it was so foul that I'm like, okay, I guess I'm done with these permanently. So there's a benefit. It, for a little while, made fast food, fried foods taste terrible. Mm-hmm. I had gotten 
Well, because one day I went to damn you COVID for that because that just can't happen. I mean, well, the thing is, like, it was a good thing because I, I then didn't wasn't eating it, and I don't need to be eating it. No, but I mean, you should never make fast food taste bad. It was rough. Like, I, I one day I went to one of those standalone ERs, and that's actually where they got my fever to finally break. They gave me a steroid, and that seemed to do the trick. Yeah, I can't do steroids. Yeah, that's really how the whole. Thing that that you almost lost your co-host. That's oh, well, I, sure. I got prescribed like, like my blood pressure and and yeah. blood sugar went through the roof. It did not mess with my blood pressure. Really? Yeah. Like they gave me the steroid and then took my blood pressure like two hours later, and it was like one fifteen over sixty eight. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's kind of good. The nurse is like, I know people who kill to get that blood pressure reading. Right. I was like, all right, cool. You know, it was it was rough though because like when I walked in there. Yeah. They thought I was having a heart attack. Oh. Because I was so out of breath. Uh Like, the COVID just had my lungs so jacked up Mm -hmm. that I was was so out of breath. I'm sweating just from walking across the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And and they're, like, yelling at me. Mm -hmm. They're, like, like, they rushed me in, hooked me up to an EKG, and they're, like, how'd you get here? I'm, like, I drove. Mm -hmm. From where? Pasadena? You drove like this? I'm like, and and I was still, you know, out of breath and and my stress level obviously was up because of them grilling me and sticking EKG pads all over me and all that. Like, so I never, like, it took me an hour to be able to explain to them, like, no, I was fine driving over here. It was the walk, the literal 40-yard walk. Mm-hmm. That just had me out of breath. Like I'm trying to explain, like I have COVID. Right. This is what's going on. This is what I need addressed. So, so wait, so wait, wait, so 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 the doctors really did confirm that you have a heart. They did confirm that I one have a heart and two it's functioning well. Okay. Well, let me just the fact that, ladies and gentlemen, we have it confirmed on this show, live broadcast, that uh, Brian Henderson does have a heart. I mean, I feel like I've you know, proven that with my love for Patty and Toro, and you know, he's one of those Greenpeace guys, y'all. He can't help it. Don't whisper. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little inside baseball here. You, it's hilarious because you have two volume levels. I sure do. You have screaming and whispering, and it's absolute hell to record. You know, you, you know, you know, you know what? One, one of my one of my biggest influences when it comes to rocking the mic was Ric Flair, because oh, Ric was because because you know it explains so much. Yeah, because the fact is, there were times that man. It was very rare that man didn't yell in the microphone. It's one of the one of the, 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 the things that we the lines that we know that man to have said that we all quote. He was yelling when he said them. That's a fact. <laughs> so I could do I could do him. Way more than I could ever do Hogan. Brother. You know. <laughs> Man, because outside of Brian, I really don't have a so lot of brothers. Call brother. Brother. Right. You know, like, no. But the whole line of, like, I've been spilling more liquor than you made. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, that like, yeah. You, you, that was just such gibberish. I don't even know where you were going with it. Yeah, I know. So listen. 
We'll, we'll move forward. It was not. It was. It was. It was, it was Ric Flair. It was none of those things. I'm not good at <laughs> again. <you>. Again, <laughs> dropping the gimmick. They're already listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So at least one of those things. So at, my final review of uh, COVID is uh, zero stars. Okay. Do not recommend if you're not vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. If you are not boosted, which is which was my case. Mm-hmm. I got my vaccinations, and I'm like, oh, you know, I think I declared on the podcast. Mm. It's been like two years. I got my vaccinations. Haven't got COVID. Done like 40 weddings where mm. there were barely any masks to mm. be found. Like, So you went ahead and got boosted, right? So I, I have to wait now because I had COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, so I've, I will be getting my boosters. I've had both vaccinations and the booster. And it was kind of like, and, and the thing is, the funny thing about it is, is that, you know, like, like my co-host, I mean, I, I've had some, my own health challenges over the years and kind of found there's some stuff that I had back when this whole COVID storyline got started that with what I was doing at the time, I was exposed more than anybody oh, yeah. <laughs> at all. I was handling COVID patients and with, with, without the, uh, Without any PPE, no mask, no anything, because because right. when this got started, there were no rules. Right, right. Still, I have not, I have not gotten it yet. Even like saying my knock on wood, knock on wood, because 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 my wife. At the same time that Brian was going through his COVID struggle, she went through a COVID struggle, and she has been vaccinated, and she did have the booster, and she still got it anyway. Well, and I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if I didn't get it from your ass since Walter had it. Right. And we were hanging out, because there was was multiple options. Mm -hmm. If you listen to that last episode, we did the talk with Alan and Ricky, Mm -hmm. and we talked about the Dynamo game, Mm -hmm. and we talked about... We didn't really touch on. We went to main event, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was main event because mm-hmm. symptoms started the next day, right? And that's not how COVID works, right? But I had also done a wedding the week before, mm-hmm. and so between that wedding and the the soccer game, mm-hmm. you know, those are my two best guesses where I got it. Mm-hmm. See, my, my whole thing, and my whole thing was when it comes to me. It was something that you and I have talked about when it came to me. We've been talking about this for nearly like two years now, which is the whole notion of me being a carrier, me not getting sick by it, but it's still being on my person. Yeah. Because. And you have no idea. Right. I have no idea. Because and, and, and what I mean by being a carrier is not simply being asymptomatic because asymptomatic, you can still have it and be sick with it and all that. No, no, no. That's not that. I'm talking about like what asymptomatic means. But like, you know, that, I mean, if I mean, you have symptoms, you're not asymptomatic. No, no. But but but, but, but even if, but people that have it but don't have but don't show any symptoms. Yeah. Right. Then, but but you know, but what I've talked about with you, we've been talking about for the last couple of years though, is then there's that other person that the reason why they don't have symptoms is because they they don't have it. They not they're not sick with it. Yeah. They're sick without symptoms. That's asymptomatic. There's not sick. But and but you still have it on your right. person, which in health class one hundred and one, that was always something that at least in our generation we talked about that carrier person as a always right. a possibility. Somebody who's immune to the disease but has picked it up and is carrying it, mm-hmm. and and yeah, and that's how pandemics spread, right? You know, you have sick people, especially in this case, 
for the most part, sick people were isolating. Right. So the people who were then spreading it were the people who were carrying it and not being sick. Right. I had no idea they had it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I didn't know even like when symptoms first showed up, mm -hmm. like I actually, I was supposed to, to go to the dog park mm -hmm. that day. Right. And it just felt like a hangover. Right. Except that at main event, mm -hmm. the strongest thing I had drank was diet Pepsi. Right. And it was like, what is going on? And then, and then like, the next day I worked. Right. I had to cover a lab shift, right. and it was just, I honestly, I'm looking up symptoms. I thought I was having a heart attack because mm -hmm. I just like was breaking out in sweats, mm -hmm. and my chest got tight, mm -hmm. and I didn't even think that it could be COVID until that night when I started to really feel it in my chest. Mm -hmm. And I felt that I was really, truly feverish. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. I got the freaking Rona. And so then I took off from that point until this past Monday. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, final review of COVID. Don't get it. It's terrible. It yeah. sucks. Whatever you have to do to not get it, do it. Mm -hmm. They didn't hit me with any of the antiviral treatments, mm -hmm. anything like that, which was, I guess... Maybe I'm just a big baby. Mm -hmm. It felt severe to me. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, obviously, they I never got admitted to a hospital, mm -hmm. anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't get sick often. I used to get sick, like, once a year back home. Mm -hmm. You know, usually spring or fall, yeah. I would get, you know, bronchitis or something or a sinus infection. Let me put... Since I moved down here, mm -hmm. I hardly ever get sick. I maybe have gotten sick three times in the eight years I've lived in Texas. Right. And that includes COVID. Right. So I was just like such a giant baby. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I wore out Instacart. Right. I just kept ordering like, because I, I, I went through like case of water like in the first three days and I'm like, I, I need more water. And then, so I ordered... That, and I ordered my sparkling waters, and, right. like, I ordered, I said, instead of a case, I'm just going to order a couple gallon jugs, mm -hmm. and I went through those in, like, two days, and I'm like, shit, I need more, right. and then I needed fruit, because, you know, you when you're buying that, especially the prepackaged fruit, mm -hmm. you don't buy, like, five days worth, because it's all going to go bad. Right. I had one that was bad, like, the next day. Right. I was like, this is some bullshit. Like, yeah. it pissed me off. For this. Frozen. <laughs> right, I could have gotten frozen fruit, but then I have to unfreeze the fruit, and therefore it's more time. And like I said, I was at the point where, like, eating anything that required effort when it came to eating, I was not doing. Right. It was open a container, mm. eat a couple pieces of fruit, and move on with life. Mm. You know, as it subsided, I got my appetite back a little bit, which was okay. I did make up for some lost meals okay. the last <laughs> couple days. Right. But it allowed me to kind of reset. Mm -hmm. And this week I had a really good food week mm -hmm. and coupled with getting back into walking. Mm -hmm. And this kind of is a throwback to like our New Year's mm -hmm. resolutions episode, like probably like episode two or three. I got my result, my A1C result from my doctor. Yeah. 4.2. That's fantastic. And it's like, you remember back, back, in the, back in November, late, late November, December, back when all hell broke loose, it was... 
at 11. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, 4.2 means non-diabetic. Yeah, that's well done. Right. And now, that said, mm-hmm. we both have made significant progress mm-hmm. with what we got going on in life. Today, we kind of violated that. Yes, we did. We we got some tacos and a quesadilla mm-hmm. from a place real close to my house, Taqueria Super. It's on mm-hmm. Thomas Avenue in mm-hmm. uh, Pasadena. Okay. Yep. Yeah, literally like a block from me. Yes. I, I have resisted the urge to eat there like every day mm-hmm. because it's good food. It it's is. It's real good. We got we got tacos. That was a flour uh, tortilla, right? Yeah, they were flour tortillas. Um, Very good flour tortillas, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I can I tell they were made from scratch as opposed to like getting them from a bag from a grocery store. And, yeah, they definitely weren't grocery store tortillas. I know. But we got chicken tacos and steak fajita tacos. And then the quesadilla was uh, pastor. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Pork. Amen. All of it was delightful. I've I've eaten there before. The breakfast is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, folks, I recommend if you're over in Pasadena, hit up Taqueria Super. It's funny because it doesn't, like most taquerias, they spell it with a Q. Mm-hmm. They spell it T-A-K-E-R-I-E-I-A. Uh-huh. I always call it Taqueria Super. <laughs> and I'm like, Undertaker's going to show up and just be like their, their, well, their he spokesman. Is, he is from Houston, so there, there you go. <laughs> Him, him, and Booker T. So, so <laughs> but I will say this: what we're doing shoutouts. Like that being said, on top of that, like I, you know, after I got that announcement with the four point two, and you know, after giving all the work that I put in, I took a break this week, and I, <laughs> I went and tried. There's a place. There's a spot called uh, News Location on West Timer called Hawaiian Brothers. Okay, and they have Hawaiian. They, they focus on Hawaiian cuisine, and it actually was really, really good. But the thing Did is, you get, like spam and rice. There was a, yes, I did. Yeah, have, I know what that's called Masubi. It's a, it's a, it's a thing, and it was good. now. Granted, before you came down to Houston, there was a location close to my house called Aloha Grill, and there were three different versions of Masubi that they did. One was spam, one was chicken cats, it was fried chicken, then there was a fried fish thing that they did. Yeah. Then and I got the fried fish and fried chicken. I didn't really do the spam. Yeah, right. But you know, Hawaiian Brothers, they just they did they had the spam there, but they. But then they also had dishes like, you know, different ways of doing chicken and where the sauce and everything was and it's rice and macaroni salad and all that, right? And granted, if you're trying to avoid having blood sugar spikes, white rice. <laughs> don't go either. Don't, 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 don't stay away from the white rice and macaroni salad. You can't do it. Don't do it. But I was like, you know what? I'll give myself a break this week because I've been wanting to try it because it's not because it's real close to where my job is. And I had to give it a shot. They were really good. Every, yeah. every, I tried different things on their menu from the Luau Point, which was, you know, I've been to Hawaii. So it was like, let me see how well you actually do what they did there. Yeah. They were actually were pretty good. Like, you know, you know, they were actually really good. I'd recommend them. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, back to Taqueria Super. They make a great torta. They make yes. gorditas. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost ordered those because I know you love gorditas. I do. I love, and I love tortas, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Carol, a.k.a. Vastine from the Vastine and Marty show and the Over the Fence uh, series, she goes there with a friend of hers. She has lunch with a friend like every week. Mm-hmm. They go there every so often. And she always gets the tortoise from there. Right. And really enjoys them. Right. At one point, they did. They were doing crawfish. Oh. I, I don't know what the deal was there. Maybe it's, it's it, it was crawfish season, so yeah. they were like, let's jump in on this. Right. And I did not go over for them. I, I, my thing with crawfish is that there's a lot of effort there for not much reward. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot like crabs. 
Yeah. Crabs, lobster even. Like, lobster, though, you get that big old tail. You get that big old claw. Yeah. Like, but you're tearing apart this whole bug, and it's just, like, especially crawfish, you are just getting, like, a bite. Right. And like, and, and if you like, I mean, and really crawfish is, is, for those that have not seen them, they're basically, they're, well, they're, they're all, you be saying, hey, look, given how this Even is, the Amish people have seen crawfish. And then, hey, look, given, and like, sometimes you don't know, because some of like, this society, last couple of years, you have no idea. We get surprised. Some crayfish in Pennsylvania, we did not eat them, we just caught them. Exactly, because they, they, they were good for bait. But they're basically like, they look like mini lobsters. And let's say, right. and say so like, why not just have the big one and call it a day? You have my southwestern shrimp and grits, and I add crawfish tails to them. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not the sit down like 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 my co-host Brian. We're not going to sit there and go through the process of taking off the shell just to get that little we, tail. We did once. We I went out to crawfish once. You did. You did. I came and joined you. Yeah. Uh, like and watched you go through the pain. Yeah. <laughs> like you go to HEB, they got they got packages where the tails have already been put together. Like. So you don't have to go through all that work, and then all you got to do is cook them. Yeah, and I said that's where I go. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And and don't get me wrong, I do I do like crawfish, mm-hmm. but if if I'm going to a crawfish boil, mm-hmm. y- y- y'all better have something else besides the crawfish. Like, right. give me a couple skewers of shrimp, or mm-hmm. you know, a piece of catfish. You know, right? Something like that. Like that's why, like. I like hosting parties. I don't know that I'll ever do a crawfish boil. Right. I don't have the patience, probably, mm-hmm. to make enough crawfish. Yeah. And then you got to sit there and, like, you go through five pounds of crawfish for half a pound of crawfish tail. Yeah. And it took you an hour. Right. I'm thinking it might be better suited in, in our case. See, because for those, we're, we're both northerners. Now, up north, we crossed the Mason Dixon line. We have boils, but more like they're lobster boils and they're clams cra- and, and crab boils. Oysters. And, and and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can, it's like. Yeah, Maryland's all about crabs. You get a bushel of crabs. Have a key boil. Right you just dump those bad boys on the table. But again, it's one of those effort to reward things. Right. Like, I like the experience of going out and getting crabs. Mm-hmm. But, but 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 <laughs> we're talking about the we're, we're talking about, he's talking about the crabs from the sea, nothing else. <laughs> oh, I said it immediately knew what I did wrong. Yeah, that's that's what that's what most guys say whenever they. That's what most guys say, Brian. Whenever they they thought everything was okay, they find that oh no, it's not. But, yeah. but the but the effort to reward ratio is off. Exactly. It's burns. <laughs> so, um, oh my god! But, but all that stuff. But all that being said, though, it, we would have to probably for it, for it to work for us, we would probably have to do a combination seafood boil. Yeah, and you know, because I've seen what they do with the crawfish boil down here. I, I, they, they, I mean, they have sausage. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But the corn on the cob, not really a fan of corn on the cob. Never have been. I'm like a once a year guy on that. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those messy foods. Yeah. Like it's like ribs. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if if you're feeding me ribs, they better be fall off the bone because I just want to take a fork and just 
pick right. them off of there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take a big old hunk of barbecue sauce covered rib mm-hmm. and get my mouth all up in that. Mm-hmm. And especially now with the full beard. Right. Oh man, I, I I would have so, I would have so much. He looks like Methuselah, y'all. He looks like Methuselah. Methuselah. They, 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 they about Charlton Heston's Moses. For those of you that are old enough to remember, listen. The fact that my mustache comes in so thin, I look Amish. Right. Well, <laughs> no, I'm like I might start calling him Jedediah. But all that being said, though, uh, you know that's, that's the reason why when I came down here to and I know I it was only when I came down to Texas, Houston, that I ran across the dish, the braised short rib, which is rib meat without the bone. And I'm like, oh, I could do that. Right? That's just like, because I, I never needed the bone anyway. You know, but I do remember, though, in my hometown of Finley, and I can say this now because there was a, it's been, we're talking about 30 years. And we almost made it through mm-hmm. an episode without you mentioning Finley. Right. But almost, but almost. this but this, but this applies because the Finley Arts Festival, these guys call themselves having rib sandwiches, right? Mm. And the reason why it sticks out because because I mean God bless their heart, they it, you know you would think they would okay so you have the bun and you have the ribs right rib sandwich right what, without the those bones right out. without the, the the bones should not be in there when it's the sandwich right they were leaving them in yes oh no yes as I said like I like you know and there were there were friends of mine and I was like y'all could just put the bread on the side y'all said rib sandwiches. And it's not a sandwich. This is this is yeah, you, you like, see you see people all the time like on, on Instagram and stuff, you'll see like barbecue guys who will do a rib sandwich huh? and they'll they'll put it on they'll put it on with the ribs in and then they'll take the if bone. they did it right, they just grab that bone, give it a little twist, and pop it up. Right. pops right out. Exactly. And then you have a beautiful rib sandwich. Yeah. You leave that bone in, and that's the reason why it still sticks to mind to this day. Cry broke a couple teeth on that shit. No, it just annoyed the hell out of me. I, like, I, I took, I took eight because I, t- I took a bite out of it. See when that there was no when you spoon that there's not going to be a bone, mm-hmm. and it's like what the, I'm like, my, it's a bone in here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, I, I, I patronize my friend's business. I ain't not going back a second time. Because <laughs> if you can't get this right, I'm not trusting everything else. I, I'm going to throw a little news of the weird in. Okay. To kind of wrap us up. It's, it's 2022. Everything is weird. Everything's weird, weird, right, for the last two and a half years. Yep. But I'm going to mention E-Town. All right. In Elizabethtown, there's a M&M Mars plant. Mm. Um, it's, I like where this is going. It, well, you may or may not. Well, I mean, I this was, week, two people fell in about that. a chocolate tank. That, huh? that. Was it was an it was, it was an N- that made the story an NPR. Apparently, they had to cut a hole in the tank to get them out. Really, they haven't released much. They one of them got flown by the Life Lion, which is the Penn State Hershey Med Center helicopter, and the other one went to the hospital. Huh? Uh, I haven't seen much for details. Some people were like, well, it, it was just chocolate. Why would they be going to the hospital? It was fresh chocolate. That would have been hot. Well, no, and it was partially, it wasn't particularly deep from what I'm hearing. It was like less than waist deep. Uh-huh. But the problem is, you know this because of your brief time at Alpha Technical Services. The chemicals. It's not the chemicals. It's the confined space. Oh, yeah. And so it's a high CO2 environment and a low oxygen environment. Uh-huh. And they're stuck. Mm-hmm. And so when you're stuck like that, you're breathing heavier. Right. 
and you have limited oxygen. Uh-huh. And I, like I said, there haven't been much for details uh-huh. about what happened. My guess would be similar to there's there was an H2S incident down here. H2S. Yes, hydrogen sulfide, poisonous gas. Uh-huh. That is part of it's part of oil refining. It's mm-hmm. a danger we all deal with. Uh-huh. I want to say like five people died, mm-hmm. and the problem was the first guy went down, and the rest went down trying to rescue him. And if I was gonna make a bet, mm-hmm. when you're doing confined space work, you have an entrant and you have a hole watch. Right. I'm gonna bet. That what happened is something happened to the guy who was in the tank who was supposed to be in the tank. Mm-hmm. The second guy went in after him. Mm-hmm. Or the first guy fell in, second guy went in to try and rescue him, fell in himself. Okay. Is there, let me ask you this. Was there actually chocolate in the tank? There, there was. Okay. Yeah. And so the thing about chocolate is, you know, we think, oh, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. And it's chocolate. It's benign. But think about being covered in it and trying to move. Like, think about just trying to move through water. Mm-hmm. Think about how thick, like, mm-hmm. Hershey's syrup is. Yeah. This is, that would, it would almost be thicker than that in this case. Right. And to be melted, it would have to be warm. And as it would cool, it's just going to harden up. Right. And so you're trying to, it's like trying to move through sludge. And so... It would be and it, it would be slick. You're not climbing back out of that tank. Hence, they had to cut a hole. Which and, and the final you're probably getting stuck. Uh huh. Like, so, I would imagine. Like, I know there's some chocoholics out there. Like, what a way to go! But it would be terrifying. It would be you're suffocating while you can't move. You can't climb. You can't get out and, when you're in the dark. It sounds terrifying, and and I do want to send, you know, well wishes to both both people. I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that names were released, and mm-hmm. I haven't called up home to mm-hmm. see. Hey, you know, was it somebody I know? But I want to give well wishes to them. Uh-huh. And what I find interesting though is having worked being part of Alpha Technical Services. The problem was this was a situation that that had when guys would go into a tank. They would have a thing that they harness. would harness and would attach to whatever. So the way, if you did fall, right, you wouldn't fall all the way yeah. and you could get out. I oh yeah, I've had to crank somebody up from a harness before, right? Which is which in this situation, I'm sitting there like they didn't have so a harness. That's or, why or I they, think or they didn't. somebody fell in by accident. Uh huh. This it like I said, it feels like somebody fell in by accident. Right. Might have been like checking. Mm-hmm. The but, tank or something, like, looking in there, like, oh, I can't see how deep it is. Let me stick my head in there. Right. Bad plan. Then and fall it, in. And then and then, and then it, the other person's like, I got you. And then they fell in. And then they fell in, and now you got two people stuck in a t- chocolate tank. And then the reality is, neither one of them obviously didn't have the harnesses on appropriately that well, they're no. supposed to. Which, you know, and, and it's like, like for us, when we did Alpha, and some, some of the confined spaces, we actually had robots that we would just put in there and didn't even let somebody go in. Yeah. But and I, but, but this is chocolate and not yeah. carcinogens, so, yeah. you know, chemicals and stuff like that. But you know, but but still, nevertheless, though. You, but but the reason why the we all understand, uh, and we're going to wrap this up, is harnesses prevent you from you know falling and hurting yourself. Yeah. You know, like I said, that's what we're talking about with this from 
when we're we're starting we're we're talking from a specific like that situation there yeah. for that. So, well wishes to those people and their families. Hope they come out okay. That's that's a rough way to uh, end your work day. Mm-hmm. And just a quick summary of our uh, of this episode. It was it was kind of review heavy. COVID bad. Zero stars. Do not recommend. Takaria Super. Five stars. Do recommend. Right. And Hawaiian Brothers? Hawaiian Brothers. Hawaiian Brothers? Elliot, you give it five stars? Yes. Do recommend? Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of sums up uh, how this episode was. Right. Uh, thank you for listening. You can catch us on the socials, uh, Facebook, at None of Those Things. You can catch us also on Facebook on the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group, mm-hmm. where all three shows are featured. And we can we can have discussions and such. I might even post something about this chocolate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boss sent me some wild thing about like some fire in Brooklyn in like 1919, mm-hmm. where there was rivers of chocolate because tanks burst during the fire. Oh yeah, and they're writing derogatory stuff about street urchins See? who were filling their filling their bellies with chocolate from their grimy little hands like it was it was definitely like early 1900s newspaper writing it was hilarious <laughs> and then the truants were dragged off to school with bellies full of chocolate <laughs> I'm like okay wow that's funny but of course you know like Hershey's chocolate is probably gonna being that they are the competitors like we don't have those problems at our factory. <laughs> <laughs> so catch us on Instagram at this dot those. And catch us on Twitter at this underscore those. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will see you next time.